You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, DJs, it is Thursday, April 27th. I had a power outage this morning, but we worked through it, and we're here. And we're ready to talk about the NFL Draft. I am Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther! Listen, I know trades have been happening in the NFL. I know there's been signings and stuff like that, but this is the de facto opening of the NFL season with the draft tonight, right? Yeah, this is, I mean, the NFL just finds a way to make themselves the headline of the sports world, even when it's not their season. And now the April draft is among is upon us. And there's a lot of questions out there, right? There's the Lamar Jackson thing is still hanging in the balance. Does Baltimore draft a quarterback? Um, there's uh, all kinds of rumors about people possibly trading up. So there's a lot that could happen before the draft, during the draft, after the draft. This is probably going to be... Okay, here's what I want to say. This could be one of the most active drafts we've had, and what mean what will happen is nothing will happen. There'll be no fucking trades, and everybody will just draft right from their spot. But um, yeah, tonight's draft night. I'll sleep through it. I'll wake up, find out what happened. But we're gonna talk about it right now. Yeah, I mean, I have some prop. I ha- you know, I have some prop plays, and I've got, I've got some interesting things that I've read online. But you know, I- I'm. I always find myself as a, at a disadvantage when it comes to draft day because I don't watch college football. Right? And I always, I always like kind of lamented. It's like, man, I should just watch college football just so I fucking know <laughs> about the draft and the players coming out of the draft and the rookie class and stuff like that. You are a guy that follows college football. To me, this is a a quarterback centric draft this year. I think that you know uh, we'll get into the over unders, but you know th- there's anticipation that. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks drafted, not only in the first round, but overall. So it's a quarterback-heavy draft. That never usually pans out in in general. If you go through the annals of NFL history, when there's a quarterback-heavy draft, maybe one 
Like I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, listen, I'm thinking of the the Josh Allen draft, right? There was, I think, five quarterbacks drafted in, in that first round, and I think it was Josh Allen's the one fucking guy that walked out of there that you know was worth a damn. Let's not pour one out for Josh Rosen, right? You know. So, my point being here is like, you might got a one in five chance of getting a quarterback, maybe. Um, Panther, what is your assessment? What's your overall feelings or thoughts on this NFL draft? Well, I think the focus is all on the quarterbacks. There are four names that are going to be drafted in probably the top five, top ten, maybe the fourth one, whenever the fourth one comes off the board. But the NFL kind of did this. The last, I don't know if it was the last um, you know, arbitration or the one before that, but the, the collective bargaining agreement kind of restricted how they did rookie deals. And now there's basically this tier where where you're drafted and you just you can't overpay rookies like they used to. So if you miss on a quarterback, it really doesn't hurt that much. You just turn around and go draft another one next year. And some of these teams have kind of gotten in this rut of doing that. But I think that's where we at in this NFL. You can go draft a quarterback. And if you're wrong, you miss. You just go back next year and draft another one. Unless they change that in the upcoming CBA, which I haven't heard that they will, or anything along those lines, I think this is the animal that they've created, and this is what we're going to continue to see. Hey, we've got these studs in college. This is the guy that won the Heisman, and this is the guy that threw for 80 touchdowns in two years. Let's give him a shot. Oh, we missed. Let's go draft another one. And uh, I think that's where we are because we, we talked about this before. I really don't love this quarterback class. They're all going to get drafted in the top 10. But honestly, I don't love this quarterback class. I think next year's class might actually be better. Yeah, I believe they call it the Sam Bradford uh, arrangement, right? You know, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Sam Bradford, for destroying the Rams for all those fucking years with that bloated goddamn rookie contract and all that guaranteed money. I don't think that they will change it, and I don't think that they should change it. In fact, I think this is one of the advantages of you know drafting a rookie quarterback or being able to cycle through quarterbacks like the Jets have. So you're allowed to miss and come back a couple seasons later. I mentioned Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was the guy that was uh, drafted by the Arizona um uh, Cardinals, right? He, he was, he was, he was the, he was the guy. And they're like, well, he's not the guy. So let's draft uh, Murray. Well, Murray might not be the guy anyway. Let's go. Let's go through the. Uh, let's just look at the the draft order and then get your thoughts on that. Number one is the Carolina Panthers, of course, trading up so they can get their quarterback of the future. They traded with Chicago. Chicago feels that maybe Justin Fields is worth a couple more seasons to look at, and maybe he is their quarterback. So they're they, they're trading down. Number two is the Houston Texans, another team that uh, needs a quarterback. But we'll get to the Houston Texans in a second because they've got an interesting draft pick later on that might not force them to draft a quarterback number two. Uh, Arizona Cardinals number three, a team that could look to move or trade out of that spot for a quarterback-hungry team. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts, a team that desperately needs a quarterback. Number five, the Seattle Seahawks. From Denver, <laughs> because, you know, uh, they, they traded uh, Russell Wilson, got this number five pick from the Denver Broncos, and they seem set at quarterback going into the season, maybe second, third round or something like that. They, they draft a quarterback, but they, they seem to have their guy for right now. Uh, number six, the Detroit Lions, another team that traded with the Rams. They got a great, uh, you know, draft pick, and, you yeah, know, Detroit seems to have their quarterback of the future. Jared Goff looks pretty fucking good out there. 
Number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that might be in the market for a quarterback, depending on you know where they're at. They got Jimmy G, of course, in the offseason. Number eight, the Atlanta Falcons, a team that is definitely looking into a quarterback. However, hearing running back at number eight, which is just fucking mind-boggling. Number nine, the Chicago Bears, who did trade down, as I mentioned, from Carolina. Number ten, the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Fuck you. Philadelphia Eagles made the Super Bowl last year, got a top 10 pick from the New Orleans Saints. Number 11, the Tennessee Titans, a team that might draft a quarterback as well. They got Tannehill under contract. Maybe they're looking for their quarterback of the future. Number 12, here we go. Houston Texans from Cleveland, of course, in the Deshaun Watson trade. Number 13, Green Bay Packers moving up from 15 with that trade for the Jets that sent Aaron Rodgers over to New York. Number 14, the Green Bay, uh, the, the, the New England Patriots, a team that They don't seem 100% satisfied with their quarterback either. Number 15, the New York Jets, who I think that they have their quarterbacks or or so forth. And then it kind of goes down from there. So just looking at the top 15, right? I mean, some movement can happen. We mentioned it. Texans, uh, they've got 2 and 12. Maybe they draft someone else in number two and wait for 12 for their quarterback. Or, you know, maybe there's some movement with the Cardinals. Maybe the Colts trade up. I mean... Panther, number one is going to be Bryce, Bryce Young, right? That's what they say. But here, So here's the thing. Carolina made that trade to go up to number one. And typically when something like this happens, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. It's a done deal. The team comes out and says, hey, this is who we're taking. Might even have the deal done before the draft even happens. And they're not doing that. Carolina has not come out and said who they're drafting. The GM and new head coach Frank Wright have not said that Bryce Young is their guy. And one of the things that was brought to my attention as I was doing research for this draft, Frank Wright has never coached a quarterback shorter than six foot two. Bryce Young is five foot ten. I don't know if that is anything or has anything to do with anything, but all I know is the presumption is Bryce Young's the guy. I think he's the guy. I just find it really curious. Carolina is not coming out and saying, yeah, we know who we're taking. We're not telling you. They're basically saying, we're not sure yet. And I find that kind of confusing. Yeah, listen here. Um, pulling in the, the odds right now, number one pick, number overall one pick. Bryce Young, minus 5,000 right now. Will Levis, plus 1,200. CJ Stroud, plus 3,000. Anthony Richardson, plus 7,500. Will Anderson, plus 20,000. Uh, overall pick number two, you got Will Anderson plus 125, Will Levis plus 300, uh, Tyree Wilson plus 340. Number three overall pick, you have CJ Stroud plus 250, Will Anderson plus 500, Tyree Wilson plus 300, Will Levis plus 1100, uh, Paris Johnson Jr. plus 350, Anthony Richardson plus 1600. So minus 5,000 seems to indicate that Bryce Young is going to be fucking drafted number one overall. I mean, is there any fucking value in taking a flyer on a Levis or a Stroud to you know shock the world? I know you have a affinity for one specific quarterback that I, 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 I named him, but I didn't name him those top three. So if Bryce Young is not selected number one, oh, no, I'll rephrase it this way. You don't think that Bryce Young should be selected number one. Who do you think should be the quarterback selected number one? Um, I mean, that's a tough one. That You have to look at what Carolina has and what they're doing, who their coach is, and how they're rebuilding. Um, the way Frank Reich, the quarterbacks he's had in the past, I can make a really strong argument for Will Levis. All right, Bryce Young is a mobile quarterback. C.J. Stroud is a very mobile quarterback. Anthony Richardson is an absolute freak. 
But Will Levis is going to be the closest to a pro-style pocket quarterback out of all those. And interestingly enough, back on Tuesday, I believe it was, somebody had posted something in a, in a Reddit forum that Will Levis could be the number one overall pick. His odds went from 40 to 1 to 4 to 1 that day. Now, I think they maybe have trickled down a little bit since then, but Vegas bit and the some of the betters bit on that information. I don't know if there's any fire with this smoke, but there seems to be a little smoke with Will Levis potentially going at number one. Again, I'm not a college football guy. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm just starting to get up to speed on some of these guys. But from what I've seen, from what I've read, it does look like Will Levis to me is the guy. Is is the guy that I'd want to draft if I'm going to take a flyer in a quarterback. And one of the things that I recently read is that there's potential that he might fucking slip down in the draft. So if Bryce Young is number one, there, there's potential that he, you know it doesn't seem like the Colts want him either. It seems like the Colts are C.J. Stroud fucking hard ons. So there's a chance that Will Levis might fucking drop. And this is where I find it interesting is because Houston has a double play here. Houston can fucking draft something special at number two, the best player on the board at number two, and then kind of wait. Wait and see what happens and then maybe even move up from 12 to 10 or so forth. I don't think they take that risk because I think they 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 feel like they need a quarterback. I'm less... I'm. I'm less worried about their quarterback situation than I am the Colts or the Falcons or uh, Panthers at this point. In fact, you you know, I like Davis Mills as a good quarterback. Do I think he's going to be like a, you know, outstanding starting quarterback for, you know, the a team and be a franchise player? No, I don't think Davis Mills has shown me that, but Davis Mills has shown me enough to say, you know what? If you're not in love with the quarterback this year, it's fine to go with Davis Mills another year and, and check next year, you know? So to me, like, I don't want to see Houston just panic at number two because they feel like, uh, we gave up Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was this great quarterback. Uh, we got to do something. I, I kind of like the slow play for them. And maybe Will Levis drops down to, like, you know, nine or ten, and they, they can trade up from 12 to, to there. So I think, I think the you know, the Bryce Young thing seems like a certainty. I don't know if it should be a certainty. I, I, I do like what I've seen from Levis more than uh, Bryce Young have questions about CJ Stroud that's for sure and uh, you know i think uh, the, the fact that some of these teams feel confident in their quarterbacks in the top uh, sections such as the cardinals re-signed uh, their quarterback and and the, the seahawks and and the lions those are three out of the top 6 teams that are, feel good about their quarterback so i i don't think it's going to be a quiet draft day panther i think we're going to see a little movement for sure I think we're going to see some movement. I think we're going to see it from the top. As you mentioned, the Colts, unlike the Texans, not quarterback away, right? A quarterback doesn't fix the Texans. A quarterback significantly fixes the Colts. And if they are married to one, they I don't know that they can sit still because there's a lot of talk about wanting to check some people moving up in front of Indianapolis to draft a quarterback. I think we could see some movement very, very early in the draft centered around the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Now, uh, rapid fire. I'm going to go through some some fun prop bets for you, okay? It was just rapid fire. We got over, under, number of quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Over 4.5 is minus 148. Under 4.5 is plus 112. Any value with taking the under there? Yeah, I don't think another quarterback comes off the board except for the top four. Kind of feel the same way. 
There, you know, there might be what a team that feels like they need to trade up from the second round to the first to get a quarterback, but I think there's value under four point five plus one twelve. And they could because they're dealing with playoff teams towards the bottom of the draft. They might be willing to trade out because they don't need a quarterback. So if somebody needs one. I, look, nobody in the bottom is drafting one. Around trade. Yeah, I still think there's value with the under. All right. Uh, over under number of running backs drafted in the first round. The over under is set at one point five. So over one point five would be minus three twenty. Under one point five is plus two ten. Kind of feeling value in the under too. I I think one running back for sure gets drafted in the first round. Absolutely. But who the fucks? Who's who's fucking drafting running backs in the first round? You're a fucking idiot if you do that. Yeah, nobody. Uh, but John Robinson out of Texas is going to be the guy, and I haven't heard another name anywhere that could be the second guy. So the under is the play there. All right, let's look at wide receivers. Over under is set at three point five. Over is minus one seventy four. Under is plus one thirty. This is this to me uh, seems like teams draft wide receivers. They you know they don't want to miss out on the Justin Jefferson. I hate eating the chalk, but I think it's over 3.5. I think there's there's going to be at least four wide receivers drafted in that first round. I agree, and I think there is some seriously good talent in this draft at the wide receiver position. And a lot of times when you start to get to the second half of the draft, a lot of times it's playoff teams, the rich trying to get richer. Um, you know, the, the Kansas City could draft one. The Raiders could draft one. Dallas, that's always at a possibility that they could draft one. So... Yeah, I agree. I think it's over the 3.5. All right. Now, this is the last one we're going to do. Vegas has set this at six and a half. I'm not going to tell you which one. You're going to have to guess. Six and a half over under what? Six and a half over under number of trades? Offensive linemen. Offensive linemen. <laughs> Uh, the over is set at plus 182. The under is set at minus 250. I mean, let's. Just, I mean, we're doing simple math. How many? How many fucking draft picks are there in the first round? Right. I mean, there's 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 32, 31. Uh, 31. Right. There's a, there's 31. Yeah. This year it's 31. Is a team lose a pick? Is that what happened? I, I'm trying to. I gotta go through and figure out why there's. But yeah, somebody uh, did. Somebody get slapped on the wrist and lost a draft pick. I don't know, but I just know there's 31 picks in the first round. All right, well, 31. So if we're just doing some simple math, we're saying, all right, well, we're taking uh, four wide receivers, five quarterbacks, four quarterbacks, that's eight right there. You know, uh, that that brings us down to, my, my math is here, 23, right? So we're saying then out of 23, there's going to be seven fucking offensive linemen out of 23 players drafted. It's possible. But, I, you know... I'm not going to eat that chalk, but I'd lean the under six and a half. I, I think I think six is a good number of, of offensive linemen drafted in the first round. Try to, a team's going to try to find value in that second and third round with offensive linemen. But critical, critical. We, we, we say it all the time. Running backs don't matter. Running game does matter. And how do you get a good running game? It's a good offensive lineman. Well, good offensive lineman and keeping your quarterback upright. We've seen it from the likes of you know Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Fields, I mean, these quarterbacks taking a beating, the offenses can't move. So offensive line is the cornerstone uh, to protect your quarterback and move your offense down the field. I just don't know if this is an offensive line draft. I think we're going to see quite a few defensive players. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State is going to get drafted. 
uh, several cornerbacks. you got to have people to defend those wide receivers. I'm with you. I think the number is actually under the seven, so uh, I'm probably looking at under six and a half. All right. Long opening, but that was our NFL draft preview. Tune in tonight for the NFL draft. Panther will be sleeping, but we'll recap it tomorrow. Until then, we're going to take a quick break and then go through our sports bets for the day. Hang tight. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back, Panther. Only one NBA game on the board today. It's kind of a critical one, I feel. Don't want to go game seven against Ice Trey. What happens in this game, Panther? And more importantly, are you betting it? Uh, let's cover the more importantly. Yes, I am. I, You know, I kind of joked pre-show. Maybe it's a, a max feature about your teams. But your teams don't like to step on people's throats. They don't like to kick a team when they're down. And Boston has really let this Bruin or the Bruins, we'll get to them, uh, let the Atlanta Hawks stay in this series. I thought there would have been a shot that they could have swept them. Atlanta stole one. I thought they would have taken care of it at home. They didn't. Now here we are, three to two, going to Atlanta. Trey Young hitting game winners. This team's got life. They start to believe. I mean, the one thing you don't do is let an underdog, an overmatched team, think they belong. I think Boston's heads and tails better than this team, but you're not seeing it. And I think this line is reflective of Vegas, I think, is starting to lose faith in this Celtics team. And now we're seeing a six and a half line. I think this is a live play. Atlanta is at home fighting for their life and getting six and a half. I think they got a chance to take this to seven, which would be the worst thing the Celtics want to see. But I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Give me the Atlanta Hawks plus those points for 10 bucks. Yeah, I got a bad feeling this is going seven. I got a really bad feeling this is going seven. And, and, and I, I'd worry if I'm the Celtics. After seeing what the New York Knicks just did to the Cleveland Cavs in the first round, no one saw that coming. No, no. no one saw the Knicks winning four out of fucking five against Cleveland. No two one saw in that Cleveland. Coming. Yeah. No one saw Miami upsetting Milwaukee and knocking them out of the first round. So if you're the Celtics, you're looking around. 
you're, you've got two frame of minds, right? One is like, our path to the championship just got a little bit easier because Milwaukee's out of there. But you can't fucking think that way. You have to think, we are in a must-win situation. We have to close this series out. I don't think they get it done. I think this goes seven. I'm gonna lean Atlanta with you. I can't. I can't. I can't bet against Boston. I just. I. I. I just couldn't fucking do it. But I should be. I'm gonna lean Atlanta plus the six and a half. But the, I think maybe plus seven. I get you plus seven out of book. I'll get you I'll plus seven. It. Yeah. All right. On to the ice. Fun stuff happening in the ice. The Bruins, who I don't think lost two fucking games all season at home, lost two games in this goddamn series against Florida. They're not playing tonight, but we do got three fucking matchups. One of which is my New Jersey Devils back home hosting the Rangers. I joke that that series is going to go seven because the Devils can't fucking win <laughs> at home. They're going to win all three in New York and lose all four at fucking home. But we got that game on the board. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, the Maple Leafs. They they they're uh, they got that series in control right now against the Lightning. Can the Lightning stave off elimination in Toronto? And we also got the Winnipeg Jets, who could be eliminated today by your Vegas Golden Knights. Where are you at in NHL betting today, Mather? Let's go to New Jersey, where the Rangers have uh, held serve on the road <laughs> against your New Jersey Devils. Listen, the Devil. This sounds so stupid to say. The Devils got to win one at home. They have to. Like, how the fuck are you gonna? How are you gonna go into a series and not give your fans? A home victory. They've got to win one. This is the one. Minus 120. I mean, it's kind of a toss-up series. They can bet either one, either side, any day. But I'm banking on these Devils to show up. One fucking game at home. Tonight's the night. Give me the Devils for 10 bucks. God, I hope you are right, Panther. But unfortunately, my metrics say at the plus 102, the value is on the Rangers. Ah, same thing. I'm not going to bet against my boys. But I'm going to lean against them. A lean on the Rangers. All right, last game up for me. I'm not betting the Tampa-Toronto game, but I will bet Winnipeg at Vegas. Another situation where Vegas kind of has this thing under wraps. You do not, as we're seeing in basketball, you do not want to give Winnipeg life. You've got a 3-1 lead. You're at home. It's time to step on their throat and put them out of their misery. If this thing, if Vegas loses this game, Winnipeg's live. I, I think this whole series just completely shifts they've got to take care of business at home it's a lot of chalk minus 190 but i do think vegas gets it done they are the better team they're excellent at home i will lay ten dollars i should make it 20 the odds are so fucking bad let's do the ten dollars on the vegas golden knights i got lots of good news for you first off i do have one sports book and get to minus 184 so i'm saving you some money uh if you're at points bet you'd be eating minus 195 so again shop your books find good deals i get to minus 184 great Secondly, uh, this line Vegas agrees with you. Uh, every you know Vegas agrees on Vegas here. This line opened at minus one fifty eight an hour and a half ago when I was checking this out. Uh, this was this was like a minus one seventy line. So this is fucking moving fast. But at the plus one seventy, I'm gonna have to okay. bet. I'm gonna have to bet Winnipeg here. You know, I I I do think Vegas wins. I do think that that's the case, but not by that implied probability. Winnipeg's a dangerous fucking team. Plus 170. Gonna do it. $10 bet on the Jets. Uh, that's all I'm doing on the ice. Are you getting a piece of that Toronto-Tampa game? 
Oh, I was tempted, man. I was so fucking tempted to to jump on Tampa Bay with a fucking plus line, but it it seems like the Maple Leafs are about to fucking get the monkey off their back and 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 win a fucking first round series. It just it seems like that's the case. Uh, Tampa Tampa just yeah again they're they're step slower, step older. You know they just don't have what it takes. Would I be surprised and shocked if we come in tomorrow and the Lightning upset them? No, but I just don't have the implied probability there. I'm gonna lean Toronto in that one. Just just can't fucking do it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Toronto's going to win, but I I just didn't feel like betting on a loser. I'm leaning Tampa. I want Tampa to win. I want this thing to go to game six in Tampa, and then this series becomes live. But I'm with you. I kind of think Toronto's going to take care of business, and I'm not eating that chalk. So a lean on the lightning. On to the majors, where some sports reporters are fucking cunts, apparently. We are going to talk about uh, your baseball bets for the day. What do you like, Sex Panther? What kind of world are we living in when a woman can't call another woman a cunt? Just... Honestly, listen, it makes sense. Tucker Carlson calls a woman a cunt and he gets fired. But another woman should be able to call another woman a cunt. That should, that's just called fucking like equality right there, right? That's, that's just like, you know, brothers calling each other brothers. It is what it is. Uh, let's start in Philadelphia where the Seattle Minesweepers aren't really doing that well. They're going to throw their boy Kirby against Matt Stram. Uh, who's been a nice little find for the Philadelphia Phillies. He's sporting a 3.0 ERA. Uh, the Phillies have the better offense. Uh, Seattle can't seem to find their groove on the road. Uh, I think this is uh, a very winnable game for the Phillies at minus win 115. I actually find this to be very valuable. Give me the fight and fills for 10 bucks. Starting the day off like we started the day off yesterday, Panther. Not just do I disagree, though. With a lean, I am gonna bet Seattle. Here. I think Seattle. I think Seattle has a chance to get it done today. So yeah, ten dollar bet on the Mariners and see if they can win one on the road. All right. Well, I I will be stunned if you disagree with me here. Let's talk about your St. Louis Cardinals are still at Candlestick Park taking on the 49ers. Mike Mikolas supposed to be a good pitcher. So far this season, he's awful. They're gonna give him another shot out there. He hasn't won a game yet, and he's scoring a 7.46 ERA. Going against staff ace Logan Webb. We love ourselves some Logan Webb at home. Minus 145. I love San Francisco here. Give me 10 bucks on the 49ers. Depending on what else you bet on, uh, we have at least one lock in our DJ and parlay right here. Not just moral support, going to bet San Francisco with you. Absolutely agree. Poor fucking Mike Nicholas. The, the guy has a, such a beautiful fucking mustache, and I, I wish his pitching could fucking match the glory, <laughs> gloriness of, uh, 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 glorious nature of his fucking mustache, but it just can't. So, yeah, betting the Giants with you. $10 on them. All right. Well, it's not Chalk Panther, but I don't eat a little chalk, so let's talk about the Baltimore Orioles going to Detroit take on the Detroit Tigers, one of, if not the worst, offensive teams in all of Major League Baseball. Baltimore's going to throw Kyle Gibson, who's off to a nice start, sporting a 3.4 ERA, going against Joey Wentz, who's not having a good season. So let's get this straight. Detroit can't score, and they're going to throw a pitcher who's sporting a 7-plus ERA, and I can get the O's for minus 160. Probably should run line it to get a plus line, but... No, for whatever no, 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 reason, I'll get you minus yeah. one forty six. I'll get you minus one forty six. Oh, God damn it! If no, you bet it now, like bet, no, no, bet it now. But I mean, other books give have me the it O's worse. Now. Yeah, <laughs> O's, give it to me. Either it's a trap or it's going to get way worse. Give me the Orioles right now. 
yeah. That's no, no. Other books do have this uh, much chalkier, but I can lock you in at minus one forty six if if we if you just let me. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, tons of moral support here. I probably should be betting it with you. I did not have this one circled. I won't doom you because we know how that goes when I bet a fucking yeah a game that I didn't have written down. I think they get it done. Tons of moral support on the Orioles minus one forty six. Last game up for me. The Kansas City Royals are on the road taking on the Minnesota Twins. Zach Greinke is very hittable. He's not a, He's never really been a strikeout guy. He's kind of a soft thrower going against a decent offensive team, which spells disaster because Kansas City is not a good offensive team, and they're going to go against my boy, Tyler Mail, who is a strikeout machine. This just looks like a complete mismatch on paper. Run line me some twins to get me some value. I'll take the Twinkies on a run line for 10 bucks. Gotcha. Plus 112 on that. So you are locked in and you are locked in with my moral support. I do think Minnesota wins this one and, and yeah, probably the kicks around the Royals. That's all I got for the diamond. What do you got? All right. Yeah, I, I found this to be a bettable day. So I'm surprised that we didn't have even more overlap. What we had one, the San Francisco we matched up with. Uh, we disagreed on Seattle. So here is my last play of the day. It's a double dip, because what did I do yesterday? Uh, I'll quiz you this. What what did I do yesterday that would be a double dip? And what have I done recently and continue to make money off of a certain team? It's got to be the yellow and black attack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're telling me the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates aren't going to at least stay competitive against this Dodgers team, and you're giving me plus 140 with them at home? All over a double dip time, $10 bet on my Pirates. You know, if somebody would have told me preseason, the Dodgers and the Pirates were basically going to be mirror images of each other. Like, honestly, I think the Pirates, they're overperforming and we know it. The Dodgers, I don't know that they're underperforming. I actually don't think they're that good this year. But man, this Pirates team, it is hard, hard to get off this bandwagon. I like them. I just kind of trust Julio Urias to take care of business. I couldn't eat the chalk on LA. I, just, I couldn't get to a side. I will give you moral support because I'm, I've got one leg on this bandwagon. I'm just not quite there with you yet. Eight and four at home this year, this Pirates team. Uh, Keller uh, sporting a 3.64 ERA with his 2-0 record has looked pretty fucking good out there. I'm Value, value. That's it for me, though. What, what, let's slap together this parlay. I do believe that the Giants... Our, our agreement so who are you picking i'm telling you i'm gonna throw the pirates in there i apologize in advance it's a plus line it, i i love the pirates here i'm gonna throw the pirates in here who are you throwing in as the, th- the third pick here you know what let's go for a big plus line let's make this thing juicy fat give me my minnesota twins on the run line not bad man san francisco minus 140 minnesota minus one and a half on the run line plus 112 and the Pittsburgh pirates plus this 140 i'm going to calculate those odds and we're going to make some money on this one but until then panther take us home you guys know the deal we are on facebook we're on twitter but right here right here in the asylum join the discord come in here shoot the shit with us because it's free don't cost an arm or leg don't cost you anything to come in here and talk to us Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.